Hello, people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners. Welcome to the March 9th, 2023 Midday Movie Madness Weekly Weekend Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Movie Guru. Before I begin, I have some shout-outs. Belated birthday shout-outs go to my awesome sister, Rachel Angleman of McKinleyville, California. Miss and love you so much. And to Julie Went of Florida, whose birthdays, along with poet Amanda Gorman and Brian Cranston, happened to be Tuesday, March 7th, which was also the Jewish holiday of Purim. Tom Engelman and Claire Witherspoon, my awesome uncle and aunt's birthdays, along with Janet Carney O'Brien's birthday, happened to be yesterday, March 8th, which was International Women's Day. Also, congratulations to Nicholas Regan of Dan McLeod of Hyannis for their incredible running times in Sunday's Hyannis 10K race, and to Michelle Milligan and Claire Menzies of Mid-Cave Sports for, for taking part in the Polar Plunge Special Olympics fundraiser on Sunday. Movie actor Oscar Isaac, the late chess player Bobby Fischer, TV actor Matthew Greg Rubler and rapper Bow Wow all on board today. To the 2018 films A Wrinkle in Time, Gringo, The Hurricane Heist, The Strangers, Pray at Night, and Thorbreds, along with 2007 1984's original Children of the Corn film, the 2001 Disney Channel movie The Luck of the Irish and 1990s House Party were among the films released today. I want to give a big early Sweet 16 birthday shout out to my cousin, Olivia LeBeau of Fort Collins, Colorado, whose birthday happens to be tomorrow, March 10th. I can't believe you're already 16, Olivia. Happy birthday, I hope you like your gift. Olivia shares her birthday with country singer Carrie Underwood, who believe or not turns 40, TV actor Chuck Norris, actress Olivia Wilde, rapper Bad Bunny, music producer Timbaland, actress Emily Osmond, and recently engaged TV star John Hamm. 2017's Kong Skull Island, 2006's Failure to Launch, 1995's Muriel's Wedding, 2010's Remember Me, and the 1997 Buffy the Vampire TV show all debuted on that day. I want to wish the, Mc- the Special Olympics of Massachusetts basketball teams, which include McCabe Sports Hoopers and my own team, the Raiders, the very best of luck in the March 11, 2023 playoffs. Remember, no matter what the score is, you are all winners as long as you display good sportsmanship and have fun. Saturday also happens to be Andrea Stevenson's, the late Anton Yelchin, Thora Birch's, TV actor Johnny Knoxville and actor Terrence Howard's birthdays. It's also the debut dates for last year's Turning Red, Everywhere Thing Everywhere All at Once, and The Adam Project, 2011's Red Riding Hood, 2005's Robots, and 2016's 10 Cloverfield Lane. Danny Mahler's son, Aiden Joseph Mahler, turns a year old this weekend. Happy early birthday! March 12th is not just the start of daylight savings time, yahoo, actually spring weather, hopefully, and Oscar night, woohoo. It's also my cousin Malachi Spohn, the late singer Christina Grimmie, famous voice actor Frank Welker, and actress Liza Minnelli's birthdays. 
My cousin Kean Shear's birthday, along with actor William H. Macy's, is Monday, March 13th. Former WKKL DJ Brandon Hopkins, basketball player Stephen Curry, actor Jamie Bell, actor Ansel Elgort, Albert Einstein, Brett Rutman, and actor Michael Caine have birthdays March 14th. And Sarah McLean blows out her birthday candles on March 14th. Want to learn more about how to break into radio? Wish to know more about broadcasting and radio? Want to know how to build your personal brand? Then join 90.7 and Cape Cod Community College on April 14th, 2023 for the 2023 Cape Cod Media Conference at Cape Cod Community College. You can chat with industry learners and leaders and learn how to join this exciting media industry. There'll be lots of fun sessions to attend and plenty of in-person and Zoom high-flex sessions, including journalism and creative writing, voice acting and voiceovers, film and video streaming, and much more. For more information and to register, visit capecod.edu backslash capecodmediaconference. Hope to see you there. This public service announcement has been brought to you by 90.7 WKKL. With one step and one punch, Creed shot past box office expectations on its first weekend to earn $58.7 million here in North America and $41.8 million overseas, making it not just the biggest opening for a film in the Creed trilogy, but apparently the biggest domestic sports movie opening ever. The previous record was held by 2010's The Karate Kid remake. The sequel to 2018's Creed II happens to be star Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut, and it totally surpassed its $70 million, $5 million budget in its first weekend. And this is, with, this is considering it's the first film in the nearly 50-year Rocky and Creed franchise to not have Sylvester Stallone. It also got a boost from stellar reviews in an A-minus cinema score. But the sports drama earned more championship belts than just the sports movie record. Film blogger Eric Davis said on Twitter, Creed 3 is also the biggest opening ever for a black director in their directorial debut. As exciting as this is for Jordan, there's much to celebrate for his co-star Jonathan Majors, who plays Damien Dame Anderson in the film. Creed's three performances unseated Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium, which stars Majors as King, from two weeks atop the box office throne. This gives the actor the rare honor of having back-to-back blockbusters as he stars in the number one movie and the number two. Knocked out by Creed three in a way distant seconds place, choking on Creed's dust, is the Marvel superhero adventure Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium with about $12 million. So far, the disappointing threequel has made $186 million stateside, outpacing the original Ant-Man, which ended its run with $180 million stateside. It's likely to surpass the 2018 sequel Ant-Man and the Wasp, which left North American venues with $216 million. But it's only earned $420 million worldwide, and May is up as the lowest-grossing Ant-Man installment. 
The first film earned $519 million worldwide, while the follow-up's global haul was $622 million. At this rate, the poorly reviewed sequel will pretty much strike, struggle to get to the $500 million mark. Youch. Third place went to horror comedy Cocaine Bear with $11 million in its second weekend out. The blood-splattered animal adventure has made a pretty good $41 million stateside and a global toll of $52 million. Crunchy rolls demon slaver Kimitsa Noyaba to the Swordsmith Village took fourth place with $10.1 million from only 1,774 theaters, beating expectations. Already, the anime film has earned $23 million in Japan, so it's another strong start for Sony's specialty distributor, Crunchyroll. Now, before I get into the rest of the show, I do have some sad things to report. The Rap.com announced earlier this morning, Haim Topol, the Israeli actor who achieved international stardom for his portrayal of Tevya in several stage productions of Fiddler on the Roof, as well as the 1971 stage adaptation, died Wednesday at his home in Israel. He was 87 and had been battling Alzheimer's disease. Israel's president, Isaac Herzog, announced the news, stating in a statement that Topol was a gifted actor who conquered many stages in Israel and overseas, filled the cinema screens with his presence, and especially entered deep into our hearts. Though Topol was best known for Fiddler over his decades-long career, he also starred in a range of films that have become recognized as classics. Among them, he portrayed mad scientist Hans Zarkov and director Mike Hodges' Flash Gordon, 1980, the smuggler-turned-hero Milos Colombo, in the 1981 James Bond film, For Your Eyes Only. His career took off in the 1960s, first in Israeli cinema, before making his English language debut in the 1965 Kirk Douglas film, Cast a Giant Shadow. He spent his career, he landed his career-defining role of Tevya the Milkman in 1966, starting in the Israeli production of the hit play. He was soon cast in the West End production and eventually appeared in more than 400 performances. Director Norman Jewison cast Topol as the lead in his film adaption of Filler after seeing one of these performances, choosing the 36-year-old over several major stars, including Zero Mostel, who originated the part on Broadway. Topol, by this point built only by his last name due to the difficulty British English speechers had pronouncing his first name, Hyam, won Best Actor, Musical or Comedy at the Golden Globes, and received a Best Actor Oscar nomination for the role, but he lost to Gene Hackman. He would play Tevya in numerous other productions over the years, and later estimated he performed in the role 3,500 times. 61-year-old tough guy actor Tom Seismore, who starred in films such as Born on the Fourth of July, 1999 Saving Private Ryan and Bringing Out the Dead, 2001's Pearl Harbor and Black Hawk Down, Natural Born Killers, 1995's Heat, True Romance, and many others, passed away in California March 3rd. He had been on life support after having a stroke on February 18th, which caused him to have 
a brain aneurysm and land him in a coma. It is my sad duty to inform Clearwater Marine Aquarium fans of another loss to the beloved aquarium. Eight-year-old rough-toothed dolphin Rex has joined Winter, Hemingway, and PJ in that heavenly ocean in the sky. His behavior rapidly declined and he sadly passed March 6, surrounded by his loving and heartbroken caretakers. Rex, who had health challenges and major hearing loss, had been with the CMA since 2020. Swim free, Rex. Now your hearing and painful health problems are gone. During your short time at the CMA, you brought so much love and support to all your caretakers, and they will never forget you. Deadline.com announced March 5th, 75-year-old disabilities activist Judy Human passed Saturday in Washington, D.C. The website said she lobbied for legislation that eventually led to the Federal Americans with Disabilities Act, Individuals with Disabilities Act, Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, and the Rehabilitation Act. Human was also featured in the 2020 documentary film Crip Camp, A Disability Revolution, which highlighted a summer camp Human attended that helped spark the disability rights movement. Sorry, Star Wars fan. Trouble in the Star Wars movie world there is. Slashfilm.com announced March 7th, there's a fairly sizable disturbance in the force happening today over at Lucasfilms, with both potential Star Wars projects from Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins and Marvel Cinematic Universe guru Kevin Feige have been shelved. That's not to say that all future Star Wars films have hit the trash compactor, though. Filmmaker Taika Waititi is still very much developing a possible feature set in a galaxy far, far away, one that he may not only direct, but star in as well. The Waititi feature could potentially film a now vacant release date slot of December 2025, one that was previously held open by Lucasfilm and Disney for the next Star Wars release. What that feature could consist of is still beyond anybody's guess at this point. And unfortunately, another TV talk show has hit the chopping block. Rachel Ray's talk show is cooking up a final season. LATimes.com reported March 7th, Rachel Ray's ending her longtime talk show after more than a decade. But food contact will still be her meat and potatoes. CBS announced Friday that the 30-minute meal star will conclude her self-titled talk show after its current 17th season. In my more than 20-plus years on television, I've had 17 wonderful seasons working in daytime television with Rachel, she said in a press release. However, I've made the decision that it's time for me to move on to the next exciting chapter in my broadcast career. Ray's announcement comes hours after Deadline revealed Friday that the Food Network personality would launch Free Food Studios, a production company. According to its website, Free Food Studios will focus on original content in the food space. And not to mention HBO series Barry with Bill Hader will be ending with a fourth upcoming season. And better news, like this is so fetch. The Mean Girls Facebook page posted Tuesday, Get in, loser. We're starting production on Mean Girls Musical. Hashtag Mean Girls Movie under a picture of a clapboard. Shocking news broke last night from Deadline.com. 
After weeks of speculation, Oscar cast director Glenn Weiss said today that Lady Gaga will not perform her best song nominee, Hold My Hand, from Top Gun Maverick at Sunday's 95th Academy Awards. <gasps> the other four tunes up for the Best Original Song Oscar, applause from Tell It Like a Woman, Lift Me Up, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Natu Natu, RRR, and This Is The Life, Everything Everywhere All At Once will be performed during the show. She will still attend, of course, as a nominee. The song will be acknowledged via clips. But the reason for this unforeseen twist is simple. She wasn't able to create a musical number since she's been hard at work filming a little October 2024 sequel you might have heard about. A tiny little film to a Warner Brothers movie called Joker Fully Ado with Walking Phoenix. In better news about the Oscars, yesterday Walt Disney announced that the official trailer for The Little Mermaid remake will make a splash and make audiences part of their world during the Oscars. Sorry, you couldn't resist. The studio also dropped a visually gorgeous new poster for the film. Yahoo! Bill Gates is now a grandfather. His and Melinda Gates' oldest daughter, Jennifer, declared on Instagram Friday with a simple photo. She and her husband, Nail, have their first child. Cowabunga, TMNT fans. Variety.com stated in March 4th, Seth Rogen took to the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards stage Saturday evening to reveal the full cat voice cast for the animated reboot Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, including the teenage actors voicing the squad of heroes and Jackie Chan as the master sewer dweller Splinter. Mika Abbey, Shaman Brown Jr., Nicholas Cantu and Braddy Noon will voice the roles of Donatello, Michelangelo, Leonardo, and Raphael, respectively. The quartet was announced, was introduced by Rogan, a producer and voice actor for the film on stage at the ceremony to accompany the announcement. The voice cast also features a slew of notable performance taking on role characters that will be familiar to TMNT fans including Hanwell Burgess as Genghis Frog, Rose Byrne as Leatherhead, John Cena as Rocksteady, Ice Cube as Superfly, Natasia Dimitriou as Wingnut, Ao Edebrieri as April O'Neil, Juan Carlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman, Post Malone as Ray Filet, Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko, Maya Rudolph as Cynthia Ultram, and Rogan as Bebop. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem hits theaters on August 4th. Digital Spy announced March 4th, the long-in-development sequel to 2019's Pokemon Detective Pikachu has taken a big step forward. It's found its director in Portlandia co-creator Jonathan Creasel. Now, that's all we really know about the film. We don't know plot, cast, or anything. It's not much to go on, but... At least it's something, and we know it's moving forward. Speaking of familiar faces, the website declared March 3rd, 20th Century Studios' new Alien entry has announced new plot details and cast additions. The untitled film stars the talents of lead Kaylee Spaney, Spike Fearn, Eileen Wu, David Johnson, Isabel Merced, and Archie Renau. The film, which starts shooting today, 
centers on a group of people stuck on a faraway planet who find themselves in a fight with the most terrifying life ever in the universe. In a city of millions, no one will hear you scream, slashing its way to theaters. March 10th is the slasher film Scream 6, starring the talents of Jenny Ortega, Hayden Panettiere, Miss Lissa Berra, Courtney Cox, Roger L. Jackson, Dermot Maroney, Mason Gooding, Jasmine Savoy Brown, and Samara Weaving. Ghostface returns to take a bloody bite of the Big Apple in this direct sequel to 2022 Screams. Twins Chad and Mindy Meeks and sisters Sam, Samantha and Tara Carpenter, the sole survivors of the latest Ghostface killings, have left Woodsboro behind and begun a new chapter of their lives in New York City. They thought they were rid of Ghostface forever, but the quartet couldn't be more wrong. In fact, they're being plagued by a streak of gruesome new murders by a new Ghostface killer. According to IMDb.com, this is the first acting credit for Hayden Panettiere in five years. And it happens to be the first screen film without Nev Campbell, who played Sidney Prescott, and David Arquette, who was Dewey Riley. Campbell did return due to a salary dispute with Paramount, while Arquette's character, Dewey, Hang on a second. 14-month-old spoiler alert. 14-month-old spoiler alert here was killed in 2022 screen. So as of this film, Courtney Cox, who plays Gail Weathers, is the only one of the actors who appear in every film, while Roger Jackson provides creepy voice work for every film. It's also the third film in the series to take place outside Woodsboro after 1997, Scream 2, and 2000's Scream 3. Coming into theaters this Friday is the sci-fi actioner, 65, with Adam Driver and Ariana Grandblatt. After a horrific crash on an unknown planet, Pilot Mills quickly learns he's stranded on Earth, but 65 million years ago. Now, with only one shot at rescues, he and the only other survivor of the crash, Koa, must make their way across an unknown terrain riddled with dangerous and deadly prehistoric creatures in an epic fight to survive. On the other end of the genre scale, also out tomorrow, March 10th, is the sports comedy Champions, starring Woody Harrelson, Ernie Hudson, Caitlin Olson, and Cheech Marin. It's directed by Bobby Fairley in his solo directorial debut, and an English-language remake of the 2018 Spanish film with the same name. Marcus is a hot-headed minor league basketball coach on his way to coach in the NBA when he gets himself in major hot water and legal trouble. Part of his community service requirement is to, do, is to manage a team of players who have intellectual disabilities. But he soon realizes, despite his doubts about coaching them, this team could go further than they ever believed. They find themselves in a hot competition for a spot to compete in a special Olympics tournament. It's Oscar week. The HollywoodReporter.com announced Tuesday, Florence Pug, Andrew Garfield, and Little Mermaid star Hale Berry are among the latest group of presenters for the 2023 Oscars.
Other stars set to take the stage at the 95th Annual Academy Awards include Antonio Banderas, Elizabeth Banks, Jessica Chastain, John Cho, Hugh Grant, Denai Guerriar, Salma Hayek Pinal, Nicole Kidman, and Sigourney Weaver. Previously announced presenters include Ariz Ahmed, Emily Blunt, Glenn Close, Jennifer Connelly, Ariana DeVois, Samuel Jackson, Dwayne Johnson, Michael B. Jordan, Troy Kotzer, Jonathan Majors, Melissa McCarthy, Janelle Monet, Deepika Padukone, Questlove, and Zoe, Zoe Saldana, and Danny Yen. It was also reported earlier this week musician Lenny Kravitz will perform the emotional in memoriam segment of the ceremony, which is sure to hurt. As Sunday is Oscars, it's time for the final two. 2022 Best Picture Feature Contenders to Take the Spotlight. Hoping to win the Best Picture Award is director Edward Berger's epic German anti-war Netflix film, All Quiet on the Western Front, starring Felix Kamira, Daniel Brühl, and Sebastian Hulk. It's based on Eric Maria Remarque's 1929 novel, the same name. In the World War I set film, young German soldier Paul Ballmer has enlisted in the German army with his friends, but he finds himself exposed to the terrifying and horrifying experience and distress of war. The film actually added a subplot not in the book, where it follows the armistice negotiations to end the war. It bowed at the Toronto International Film Festival on September 12th, and was released to streaming on Netflix after a limited theatrical release, October 28th. It got a main 14 nominations at the 76th British Academy Film Awards, aka the BAFTAs, and took home seven, which included Best Film. It got nine awards at the Academy Award, nine nominations at the Academy Awards, including Best International Feature, Best Picture, and Best Adapted Screenplay. It will be released on Blu-ray and DVD on March 28th. This is said to be the most expensive German film in Netflix history. It's also the third rendition of the book. The other two happen to be the famous 1930 Academy Award winning Best Picture version, All Quiet on the Western Front by Lewis Milestone, and Delbert Mann's lesser known 1979 version of All Quiet on the Western Front. For the last Best Picture nominee, I have the drama Woman Talking, starring Rooney Mara, Claire Foy, Judith Ivey, Ben Whishaw, Jesse Buckley, and Frances McDormand. Based on Miriam Toa's 2018 novel, and it's part by real events at the remote Mennonite community in Bolivia, the women of an isolated religious community had to fight with Reconciling their reality with their faith after shocking secret revelations are revealed. It opened the United States in limited release December 23rd before having a wide release on January 27th this year. It made $7.1 million in theaters and was critically acclaimed. In fact, the National Board of Review and the American Film Institute named it as one of the top 2022 films of the year unjustly snubbed for his cast and Sarah Polley's writing and directing. The film, not on DVD, is only up for two Oscars, believe it or not. 
just Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Picture. According to IMDb.com, the cast and crew were, the cast was advised not to put on makeup or even shave throughout the filming, at least until the wrapping happened. And this is the first time Claire Foy and Rooney Mara have all starred in the same movie. They both played Lizbeth Cylinder in movies. Mara played her in 2011's The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and Foy played her seven years later in 2018's The Girl in the Spider's Web. That concludes this year's Best Picture Spotlight feature. Who will take home the coveted trophy? Who would be the Banshees of Nynirshan, Elvis, Top Gun Maverick, Avatar The Way of Water, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Someone else? We'll have to find out Sunday. Attention Aragon book fans. EW.com stated yesterday, it's time to return to Allegasia, 20 years after the official publication of Christopher Paolini's Aragon by Alfred A. Knopf Books, the author is returning to his epic fantasy world for a new standalone novel, Murtaugh, set to be released later this year. As the title suggests, the new book will focus on Aragon's rival Murtaugh and will take place one year after the original Inheritance Cycle. After the end of the original Inheritance Cycle. When we last saw Murtaugh and his red dragon thorn at the end of Inheritance, they had gone off to the far corners of Allegasia in search of redemption for their time as chief minions of the evil king Galborshrix. Murtaugh finds them hated and alone exiled to the outskirts of society. Soon, though, this duo finds something wicked lurking in the shadows of Allegasia, setting them off on a new journey across the lands, both familiar and untraveled, where there waits a mysterious witch who is much more than she seems. Paoloni previously revisited the setting of Allegasia in, with the short story collection, The Fork, The Witch, and The Worm, in 2019. He told E.W. then that he was eager to write more about this world, saying one of the most gratifying and interesting things for me has been seeing the reactions of people who grew up with these books. Murtagh isn't the only way Paolini and Knopf are celebrating 20 years of Aragon. Later this year, we'll get a new version of the book that started it all with Aragon, the illustrated edition, which will feature new illustrations by artist Siddharth Chad Turvadi. Both Aragon, the illustrated edition, and Murtaugh will be released on November 7th. The Rap.com proclaimed yesterday Amazon Prime Video has released the trailer for Judy Bloom Forever, a documentary celebrating the trailblazing career of the young adult author and her lifelong fight against censorship. Directed by Davina Pardo and Leah Wolchak, the film examines the impact of books like Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing, and Blubber, on current and former young people. That includes multiple generations of readers who've become writers and artists, such as Lena Dunham, Molly Ringwald, Anna Conkle, and Samantha Bee, all of whom appear in the film. Produced by Davina Pardo, Leah Wolchak, Sarah Bernstein, Justin Willickis, and Marcella Stengart, Judy Bloom Forever debuted at this year's Sundance Film Festival. It premieres on Prime Video April 21st, 2003. 
Coming to Disney Plus March 10th is the sports drama Chang Can Dunk, starring Bloom Lee, Ben Wang, and Dexter Darston. 16-year-old Asian-American Chang is an unpopular high schooler at Crescent Hill High School. He loves basketball, but he's always underestimated, and he becomes obsessed with learning how to slam dunk, even though his friends don't treat him with respect. In doing so, he's determined to beat Matt, the high school's all-star basketball player, and hopefully win the adoration of his crush, Christy. And finally, coming to Netflix on Friday, March 10th, is the crime thriller Luther, The Fallen Son, a film continuation finale to the 2010 to 2019 British TV show The Same Name. It stars Idris Elba, who also served as a producer, Andy Serkis, and Cynthia Riva. In it, brilliant but disgraced detective John Luther sits behind bars. When a serial killer he failed to get starts mocking him, he decides to finish the job by any means necessary, but he has to break out of prison to do that. That's all for this week's news, folks. So until we meet again, as always, stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye now.